0: hey everybody welcome back to just taco game i'm here my psychic is here here and still is our guest let's get started who do we have on today's show
1: today we have award-winning director actress camille calvin
0: wow i can't wait to hear all about her projects absolutely but before we get started let's give a shout out to our sponsors Fairy Life clothing bck online and link PR.
1: Faye Life Clothing is a unique clothing line out of Atlanta, Georgia geared towards those who love intoxicating styles.
0: BCK Online is a digital online magazine that keeps you in the note and up to date on lots entertainers, rising stars, parents, and much more.
1: And Link PR is definitely the missing link to your success in the entertainment industry.
0: I'm glad Faye Life Clothing, BCK Online, and Link PR are all back for another season. Now then, go grab your snacks, sit back, relax, and as always, enjoy the show. Camille, welcome to the show. We're glad you could join us for an episode of Just Talk With Gabe.
2: Ah, thank you so much for having me.
0: Thank you for being on. So let's get into it.
2: Okay, great.
0: You are an actress and director. Tell us how you get started in the industry.
2: Oh, well, first of all, um, I always had a love for performing when I was younger. I would put on little skits and sing in front of my mom and my family and um, I didn't really know what to do with it, or I had no connection to acting per se. I didn't know anyone who was in the business. And it wasn't until much later in my life that I met a friend of mine who was in an acting class, and he was telling me all about it. And he was kind of explaining to me some of the techniques and exercises that the instructor would take them through. And uh, I was like, that that sounds really cool. You know, uh, why don't you take me? I want to check out this class. So he took me to one of the classes. And the instructor was doing an exercise to kind of help with reaction and um, (coughs) listening. So, for example, he would take a side, which is like a scene, and you'd have your lines, he'd have his lines, but you don't memorize your lines or anything like that. What you would do is the instructor would just read the other person's lines and you take in everything and react um, either emotionally or physically, however you want it to, and you make your own choice. And when I did that, it felt felt so freeing and um, it was just – completely new to me. And I knew right then, this is, this is what I want to do. Wow.
1: wow. That's an yeah. amazing
2: journey. That is. Yeah. Yeah. It was such an amazing um, revelation for me. Uh, Mind blowing. And uh, yeah, I just, I never stopped. I never stopped.
1: Wow. wow. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you.
2: Th- thanks. <laughs>
0: so as an actress, what has been the most emotional role for you to portray?
2: Mm. The most emotional role for me is um, a film that I actually just finished not too long ago called Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. Or I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry. They've changed the title a few times. It's. uh... (laughs) It's whatever happened to dinner. That's the name of it. Sorry, God, (laughs) the director's gonna kill me. Um, (laughs) uh, Which is um, the whole story is based on twenty four hours of this woman, a Wendy. That's my character, waiting to get news from her doctor.
1: Oh wow! And
2: so, yeah, I won't say too much because it hasn't been released just yet, but. There's so many ups and downs that she goes through throughout the day with her family, with her husband, um, with herself. And it was quite emotionally draining just filming and going through all of this. I have to say that's probably the most emotional project that I've been a part of. That, yeah, I
1: can imagine. I can imagine that. Yeah. Just like kind of in real life, waiting.
2: Waiting that long. Uh, waiting, it, it, waiting, yeah. I, it, I, yes, and I'm so sure so many people and so many women have been in this position. You're waiting to hear news, whether it's maybe you find out that you could be pregnant or you find out that you could be ill or whatever it might be, just waiting. that Those moments of just nail biting and trying to figure out what's going to happen and how your life is going to change. Wow. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Just crazy. <laughs>
1: I can't wait to see that. So definitely yeah, we'll definitely. put that on my radar. <laughs> nice. Yes, okay. please do.
0: What has been your favorite role to portray and why?
2: Uh, my favorite role would probably have to be desire lines. I play uh honey zeal. Which is, uh, <laughs> well, first of all, she's a sex worker, uh-huh. so she's super liberal in her thought process, and she's super, um, just fly by the seat type of woman who says whatever pops in her mind. And, uh, there's a scene where there's a street haggler haggling me, which is also actually played by the director Patrick Connolly, <laughs> and
1: <laughs> so he's we have double duty, there. double duty, yeah, he's getting
2: double duty uh we have a fun little moment going back and forth and it's a really funny scene and for me that was it, uh it that was one of the most um fun scenes i got to have in the film and it, it's just a testament to her character and the type of person that she is she just snaps back right away she doesn't care she just says whatever she wants which is like You know, we all want to do that. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) it's free. Yeah, exactly. It's free. And uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. A lot of fun.
0: (laughs) So if you could write the perfect role for yourself, what would that be and why?
2: Oh, if I could write the perfect role, I think it would have to be a biopic. Yeah. That
1: would be Uh, interesting. Yeah.
2: Um, you know, there's so many strong, powerful women that, that I admire. Um, and I love watching true stories. And so I think that I'm pretty good at doing impersonations or kind of just taking in someone's energy and, um, and sitting with it for a while and, and putting on,
1: uh,
2: kind of putting their skin on. And that's something I'd like to try. That's something I'd like to get into.
1: That sounds, that sounds like challenging. I yeah, think sounds definitely a to... challenging to kind of free yourself like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, there's something
2: um, enticing about the idea of taking the time to really get it all right. And, um, that's what I like about it, to be able to maybe spend some time with a person and take in the things that they eat, how they move, how they walk, the way they think about things. All of that seems like, it's kind of like, I guess, a, a method approach, but it, right. it's all so uh, interesting to me. Right
1: yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. I love to do that. Neil, okay. So you are an actress but you also answered the call to go behind the camera. Mm-hmm. How'd that come about?
2: I think I got the itch to go behind the camera when I started learning more about the entire filmmaking process. Um, so, you know, first for me, it was acting, but then I started learning about editing. Actually, I had a friend teach me um, just how to, Operate Final Cut Pro was the first program that I started working on. And for me, that was mind-blowing because I started realizing that um, the true storyteller is the editor and the director. Right. um, Because the editor has the final say unless the director's sitting with them. So that was like, ooh, that was um, like a big light bulb went off. And I thought, well, I want to tell stories. I want to be able to direct as well and um I think my interest in directing came from knowing that, knowing that the you know, the director is organizing everything you see when you cut the scene and also once you direct, you can sit with the editor or if you know how to edit, you know exactly how to shoot your your shots to make the scene go in the direction that you want it to go as an actor, you just kind of put everything out there and you're hoping that what you did makes the cut, but <laughs> it, it right. might not, you know? So for me, um, yeah, it was just all about understanding the power of controlling the story. And that made me want to get into directing.
1: That's awesome. So that it's kind of like the, the editor side pushed you into directing instead of the actual acting side. Now, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Definitely. Yeah. Now,
0: what is the one thing that has helped you, like, as an actor in terms of transitioning to directing? Like, any knowledge that you transferred over?
2: Um, let me see. I think definitely what helped was understanding how to relate to the director more. Right. Um, so when... director's telling me or giving me direction, it's a little bit easier to understand where they're coming from or what they might mean. And also understanding now the technical terms, understanding um, the reason for all the technicalities in acting, like, you know, hitting certain lights and certain marks and turning your head or tilting your head a certain way. And sometimes as an actor, we might think our performance is everything and don't mess with our performance. Like, no, this is me naturally. You move the camera, but sometimes you just have to be able to work in that environment and find your way through your performance as well as hitting all those great marks and doing all those technical things for the camera.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely yeah.
2: Y- yeah. And, that's important. Uh, that's, that's, um, that's an exercise It's a mental exercise. It's a physical one. And I think being on both sides helps you understand both. At least it helped, it helped me for sure. Yeah.
0: Right. And can you tell us about some of your directorial projects?
2: Oh sure, yeah. So it was a music video, actually, for an artist named Shea. Yeah, uh, Sheaology. It was a lot of fun. I I used every location I could think of. I was so excited. I think just to direct something. (laughs) (laughs) I crammed so many locations in this shoot. We went to the desert. We're at a record store. We, um, I got a really cool car. We shot in this convertible car. Wow. Um, we, we, uh, we shot in a studio, a few locations in the studio. Um, yeah, I overdid it. I was like, yeah, it's gotta be epic. You know, (laughs) I was just (laughs) trying to make this great thing and it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, Especially, you know, to, to just put together cool images and, and put them in music if you're musically inclined, if you like, you know, rhythm and beat. And, and I'm a dancer too, so it was like, oh, I just wanted to do so much to the song because I actually really liked the song. So, yeah, that was my first project. And then… After- we definitely yeah. have
1: to watch that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I'll send it to you. Okay. (laughs) And after that, let's see, what was my next project? It was um, In the Clouds. That was a short film that I wrote. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it was my first time writing anything and and making it. And so um, this story was about an older woman who – was spending her days feeling lonely and she meets a young woman in her building who's kind of wild and helps her to change her outlook on life. I'll say it that way.
1: Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. 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 It was, um, it
2: was, it was a sweet story and it did okay. We did some music, um, sorry, not music. We did some um, film festivals and, Yeah, it was a fun run. It was a fun run. That
1: sounds cool.
0: Now, how do you see the industry evolving overall as an actress and a director?
1: Hmm.
2: How do I see it evolving? Mm
1: -hmm.
2: I think that I would like to see, I think, for me, I would like to be able to communicate well with actors on set and um, just be able to build healthy relationships on set and have an environment that everyone feels comfortable and open, um, open to just be themselves, you know without yeah, a lot right. Without a lot of the you know the horrible things that have been happening. Uh, recently on set, and I, I feel like things are coming around. Um, there's so many people of color making great things, and um, so many women directing and producing now. It's it's incredible, but um, I just hope that it stays um, it stays this way, and it it just keeps opening up and and becomes more and more for everyone to be able to feel inclusive no matter what department they're in. And I hope that I can I can lend a hand in having an environment like that on my sets. That's
1: going
2: to be, right. and you will, and that's yeah. going to be amazing. It
0: is, yeah. It's a good yeah. thing to work towards.
2: Yeah, yeah, I hope so.
0: <laughs> now, who would your dream cast include to direct?
2: That's a tough one. Let's see here. Hmm. You know, because there's so many incredible actors I can name. But I feel like I've seen so many independent films lately with, with, with actors that you wouldn't necessarily have heard of.
0: Right. And I'm
2: like, oh my God, there, there's so many actors who... Um, are out there working but they don't necessarily have a name so I think I would want to have this amazing cast of of actors that you're like oh my god who is that why haven't I seen them before who's that who's that
1: that's true. giving like Like, giving people a, a, a chance yeah giving people a chance to show what they can do that's important that is that's
2: that's a huge a huge thing like let's give people a chance I know that A lot of studios want to stick with what's safe and who's bankable and who can sell. But I think that the public is ready to get behind anyone who's a good actor and any story that's good. That's all that matters. Absolutely,
0: yeah.
1: People just want to get lost. People want to get lost in the story. Just take us away, right? Right, Right. exactly.
0: Exactly. All right, we're going to go on a quick commercial break.
1: Would you okay. stay around, Camille, and hang out with us for the fun round? Absolutely. Let's do it.
0: All right. We'll be right back, guys.
1: We'll be right back.
0: Welcome back to the show, everyone.
1: Welcome back, guys. If
0: you're not that anchor.fm. Do it. Do it. Start making here own podcast today. Let's get back to the show. The fun round. All righty. So what is your favorite city and why?
2: Ooh, my favorite city would have to be Florence, Italy.
0: Oh, I want
1: to go there. I want to go there so badly. We yes. just looked up flights from, LA, uh, no, from Houston to LA and then from Houston to Rome. It's mm-hmm. a $200 difference. So I say let's go to Italy, guys. Yes,
0: yes. We'll be there eventually.
1: Please do. Oh, my God. Please do. So much fun.
2: So beautiful. I've been to a lot of places. I have to say that Italy
1: tops everything. I've been everywhere. Everywhere oh, I've gone. Wow. Okay, that's at the top of our list. That is, yeah. yeah, You have just confirmed it. Please go. Please go take lots of photos and visit Florence. Okay. Okay. Absolutely.
0: So if you could direct any film, what would it be?
2: If I could direct any film, I think it would be an action film. And I think I'm choosing action because it seems so challenging. Like there's it so does. many, yeah, so many different shots and having to understand the fight choreography and the movement of the camera and all of that. But
1: um,
0: yeah,
1: I'm up for a challenge. Oh, that would be good. That would be
0: good. I would love to direct something
1: like that. Okay, yeah. Camille, I had this dream. Let me tell you.
0: Oh no. no. Okay.
1: <laughs> it no. was all action, Ooh. and who? driving a Mack truck. So you have to have someone that's four foot seven and a half driving a Mac truck truck. (laughs) and hiding out from I don't know who, but in a like a monastery or a nunnery with Ashley Judd. So I don't know why she dreamed this. No idea. Apparently, I interrupted it. Yeah, you totally interrupted it. So specific. (laughs) It was
0: such an oddly specific thing. It
1: was, and it was like. I was living it in color, so there you go.
2: She and I thought she was making this it. up, and this is apparently this, is apparently what she dreamed.
1: You should start writing this.
2: I don't know, and may, <laughs> maybe send the script to Ashley. Should be interested. <laughs> well,
1: I will send it to Ashley, and you're <laughs> directing. So see, I'm throwing it out there for
2: you. I would love to. You know, a um, uh, Thelma and Louise meets. Uh, Mad Max. Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, that kind of, maybe, yeah, maybe so. Cause I was flooring it and somebody was chasing me. I don't know who. Oh
2: my God. I love it. So
0: what period would you travel to if you were given a time machine?
2: Oh, okay. If I was given a time machine, maybe, maybe I go to the seventies.
1: Ooh. That's yeah. a good time period.
2: Yeah. I think, cause I love the hair. I love the clothes. And I feel like people were really on to peace, love, and happiness. And I would love to go to a concert back then and, and just uh, kind yeah. of, yeah, and feel the vibes that were happening.
1: That's true. Everybody was kind of chill back then. Yeah. A good, yeah, it was a good time period. Seems like a happier time. Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
0: So what is one movie that you never get tired of watching?
2: Oh, man. I have a lot of these, honestly. But I'm going to pick an artsy one that I, I usually watch like once a year. It's called La Strada. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's by Fellini. And it's kind of a, a sad love story. Um, the actress, the main actress in the film was actually Fellini's wife. Oh, and, wow. I, wow. and I hear like they had a really rough marriage. And he sticks her. And she's an actress and she he sticks her in this role as um, this kind of woman who's a little mentally slow and she's kind of being badgered by this man that she's in love with. Like mentally badgered, not physically. (laughs) (laughs) It's such a sweet, sad, sad love story. Always watch it.
1: Always watch it. You should check it out. Okay, we'll we'll have to put that on the watch list for sure. (laughs) What's the one song that can get stuck in your head on repeat? <laughs> I was just singing it. Um I think it would have to
2: be that latest Beyoncé song. You won't oh, take yeah. You won't take My
1: muscle. Oh, you, yeah. you won't break my soul. How you won't I break forget? my soul, yeah. Yes, oh I
0: mean, it is, the radio plays it all the time too. That's
1: true. It's like when the, the radio time. is playing it all the time and then it gets stuck in your head and you find your. yeah. I'm and down then, with that one. Yes, and then you hear someone on the street singing it, and you're like, no. Oh, You're like, that's my song. She wrote it. I can only (laughs) sing it. Yes.
0: Okay. What is the one food that you could never bring yourself to eat?
1: Oh, escargot. Oh, yeah. We're down with that one. Yeah, yeah. I think Charlie just said he was down with that too before we even said it. Oh, yeah,
0: you heard. (laughs) The dog.
1: Was that a sneeze? That was his sneeze. Yes. That was his sneeze. (laughs) (laughs) Telling you, he is gonna find you because he has been glued to the mic ever since you started talking. He loves your voice.
2: I can't wait to meet Charlie. It's Charlie. (laughs) Yeah,
1: it's Charlie.
2: Charlie. Charlie. (laughs) Yeah. So, have you guys ever had escargot? See, we both can't eat fish. Yeah, we can't
1: eat like anything out of the sea.
0: We can't oh, have but it. But like anymore. looking at it, it does not look appetizing.
1: Yeah, no. and I mean, even though it's like a snail, you wouldn't, I guess, consider it seafood. But they do because it's a mollusk, and you're like, oh, oh, okay, okay. Because okay. I looked it up. I was like curious to say, okay, I will try it one day. And, see and then I was is. like, up, oh, guess I can't. Never mind. Never mind.
2: Well, I don't think you're going to be missing anything.
1: <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't think so. Either. I always get the picture in my head of um pretty woman when she's eating
0: oh. this. Oh no.
1: And it flies across the room. Yeah, it flies across the room. That probably would have been me if I could eat it, but yeah, yeah. No, I can what, see that, yeah. What if she says slippery little suckers? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Something>. <laughs> you could only take 5 things to a desert island. What would they be?
2: Hmm. Okay, might sound a little vain, but um sunscreen. <laughs> no, not no, Okay. important. important. Hair conditioner, <laughs> yes, that's yeah. important. Awesome okay, important. okay. And then maybe um, a machete, yeah, <laughs> yeah. definitely important. Uh, uh, also, a pot to cook in. Okay, okay. Yeah, I think that would be like important. You know, if you caught fish or something, and right to cook in. And was that four? That was, that four. was four. It was four. Okay. And a notepad with hopefully a pen will come with it. That way you yeah. can write. Huh.
1: That way you can write. Yeah, okay, that's a good write. one.
0: That's a good one, yeah. These yeah. are good ones.
1: Yeah. So
2: if you could have any superpower, what would it be? I think that if I could have the ability to make anything appear, kind of like a genie, like oh, oh yeah. Just have anything appear at my will. That would be so I, useful. It would Absolutely. be useful, right? It would definitely be useful. Say you're hungry here and then just make food appear. You could solve hunger and Yeah. That's and true. Just Help a, your friends out. Yeah. And... I think oh, that's just a good some one. A
0: giant pizza. <laughs>
2: Here's a giant pizza. You can fund projects and nice. you, yeah, that's
1: but that's a good yeah, that's, that's a, a good, good one. Yeah. We've never had that one. That we was unique. It. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. If you could win the lotto. Or you won the lotto. What would you do with your prize money?
2: Oh. I guess it would depend on how large the pot was, but right. <laughs> I would definitely I think build my dream home.
1: Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and I I think that would mean designing it the way I want and just like having no limitations and Maybe creating a huge closet that's just ridiculous. (laughs) Ah,
1: yes. (laughs) I think that's what I would do. That's a good one. Yeah.
0: That that is a good one. Yeah. Now, if you could share a meal with any three individuals, living or dead, who would they be?
2: Hmm. Viola Davis.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, for sure. Maybe Josephine Baker. Oh, that'd be a good one. Yeah. Got a lot of questions for her. And then I think my last one, definitely yeah. Oprah. Oh
1: yeah,
0: okay. I have a good list answers.
1: for Oprah, so yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I need to come with you to this dinner. Yes. <laughs> you can pull come.
0: Her aside
2: can for come. A <laughs> <laughs> we'll both harass Oprah together. Just
1: absolutely, <laughs> Oprah, 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 Oprah. Look, she would <laughs> be like, okay, I, I'm leaving. I'm You're leaving. leaving. <laughs> uh. Josephine Baker. That's a. She would be kind of intimidating. I think. Because she was so beautiful, that she was super smart. People yeah. just don't and super talented, super but they talented. just don't realize what an incredible woman she was. She was, she, she was great. Yeah, she was phenomenal. Gosh, yeah, no, Sarah,
2: go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, yeah, and she just had the biggest heart. She adopted so many children, and right, she, right. she helped. Um, she helped a lot of people during World War II you know, hide from the Germans. And yeah. it was, um, yeah, it's a really rough time.
1: And she was so brave throughout all of that. She, she was. was. So she would be super intimidating, I think. And um, Viola Davis, I just fangirl, Like, <laughs> I
0: would ask a million questions.
1: <laughs> I would fangirl, totally. <laughs> yeah, a million. Me too. <laughs> okay, you have one person to give a shout out to right now. Who is it and why'd you pick them?
2: Oh, that's rough. I think I'm going to have to give a shout-out to Orlean Walker. That's my grandmother. I, she's just coming to my mind right now. Um, yeah. I have a lot that I want to do in her name. And she passed away just a few years ago. Oh, And so it always feels, of course, like it's, she had a full life, but it, it'll always feel like it was too soon. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: I can completely relate. So Yeah, I can too. Yeah. Well, shout out to your
0: grandmother.
1: Mm -hmm. Thank
0: you. What is the one piece of advice you would give to people who want to be in the entertainment industry?
2: Um, My advice to you is continue being yourself and don't give up. Uh, Simple advice, I know, and it sounds so cliche, but I think that so many people um, try to imitate other people who've who've made it or other people who are living a life that they wish they had. But that's that's not what's gonna make it for you. I think we should be celebrated for who we are. And we are. People love movie stars and other people because of their individualism and and, and the quirks <laughs> about them, right? So right. we should just be comfortable with who we are and and keep
1: pursuing our dream and not
2: compare ourselves to other people
1: that's good advice not only in like this industry but in in any any industry yeah in any any. industry yeah yeah
0: so in addition to all that you have going on what's next for you
2: uh next i have a few projects that are in development and um i'm currently looking for funding i know a lot of people are (laughs) (laughs) had to drop that out there um, for a few feature films. And uh, so that's what I'm working on. I know it's not huge. I can't really talk about it just yet, but uh, that and I'm uh, waiting on the release of um, Whatever Happened to Dinner, getting the title correct this time, (laughs) Whatever Happened to Dinner, that should be releasing uh, hopefully by the end of this year.
0: All right, so, well, we're definitely looking forward to that one.
1: Absolutely. Thank you. Charlie yeah. just said he's looking forward to it too. And so we're all putting that on our watch list. Good at the end of the year.
0: End of the year.
2: Thank you, Charlie.
0: <laughs> okay. What is the one thing you want our audience to know about you?
2: Mm. Well, funny enough, I'm uh we're talking about dogs and Charlie, but I'm a huge advocate for animal rights. Awesome. And yeah, and I want to – I'm looking, currently looking for more ways to devote more time into that. Right. Um, maybe a, a foundation or um, or something, some some group that's doing, making good moves that I can help work with and help kind of organize something towards, you know, animal rights or – the earth you know keeping our earth clean um right something something of that nature yeah that sounds awesome it does
0: and then my final question is where can people find you on social media
2: you can find me on instagram my my ig name is at camille calvin
0: all righty well thank you so much for joining us today
2: thank Thank you so much camille Thank you for having me, you guys. I hope you enjoy your Saturday. Have a wonderful day. We will. You You too. It was so nice meeting you, Charlie.
1: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I wish you could see his ears. They, like, totally shot up. And he's looking at the mic again. So there
2: you <laughs> Poor go. Poor dog. So <laughs> cute. Thanks for coming I, on today. Of course. Thanks for having me. You've got to send me a picture of Charlie. We'll, we'll do. do. We all will right. do. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Camille. Thank Have Bye. a good Bye. one. Bye. You
1: too. Bye-bye. And-
0: did you enjoy the show? I know we did. Make sure you check out Camille's social media and all of her projects. Thanks for tuning in. And as always, I'll see you guys next time. Peace out.